You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 112. I'm your host, master weight loss coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I'm here to teach you and coach you how to end your emotional eating, lose that extra weight, and how to leave all your overeating habits in the past. If you just found me, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back for your coaching session. Today, we're going to talk about why you should consider using non-scale goals and non-scale victories instead of or in addition to the scale. Before we begin, I'd like to remind you that this episode of Weight Loss Made Real is brought to you by the Freedom Group. The Freedom Group is a structured group coaching experience for smart women who are tired of diets that do not work. The group helps you pursue your goals of eliminating emotional eating, losing your extra weight, and bringing more happiness into your life. In the Freedom Group, we use my unique Eat Think Love program with me as your coach and a beautiful group of women just like you for support and accountability. So be sure to check the show notes when we're finished for more information about the Freedom Group and Eat Think Love and get on that waiting list for the next time we open for new members. Now let's get started with today's coaching session. Here's what we're going to cover today. I want to talk about what I mean when I say non-scale goals and non-scale victories, because I want you to understand why you may lean towards using your weight and the number on the scale as a measurement of your success. But I want you to see why the scale doesn't that focus on the scale doesn't really help you get where you want to go. And what might change for you potentially if you switched to non-scale goals and non-scale victories? I want to teach you what you can do that works better for achieving your goals and for motivating yourself. And finally, how to do that, what you can actually do that works better. Of course, as always, I will give you your focus for this week and the action step So what are non-scale goals and non-scale victories? Well, they're ways of measuring what you're working towards on your weight loss journey. We think of weight loss as strictly a numbers game, but actually it's not. Non-scale goals are taking the goals that you want and they're measuring them differently. And non-scale victories are a way of measuring your progress towards those goals in a way that's different than the number on the scale. Now, if you're like many of the people that I work with, you may be married to that scale for better or worse, and you're used to using it and other things, but mostly that scale and those numbers on it as an external guideline. An external guideline tells you what to eat, when to eat, how much to eat, how to tell if you're doing well or not, and it kind of helps you classify your behavior as good or bad, And then consequently, you as good or bad. When you use those numbers, that external guideline, what happens is you never truly learn to trust yourself and your own judgment. And that is what I want you to do. Even if you think you're doing well, you get on the scale because you want proof, you want evidence that you're doing it and that it's working. You also use the number on the scale as a reason to not get started and take real action towards solving the problem. 
if the number is higher than you expected, then you use your thoughts about that to create feelings of overwhelm. And then you have trouble jumping in and committing and doing the work. If the number is higher than you expected and you're already working on it, then you're going to think something like, it's not working. I'll never get this. Something's wrong with me. And those kind of thoughts create emotions like disappointment, unhappiness, shame, or frustration. Are you an emotional eater? Well, guess what you want to do now? If you see a number you don't like and you're thinking this is not working, there's something wrong with me, you want to numb the emotion that you just created and get away from it as quickly as possible. And so you go to eat whether you're hungry or not. Now, when you're on your journey, if that number on the scale is lower than you expected, you use that as a reason to celebrate. And celebrate might mean eating yourself right off your success. And celebrating and overeating because you're excited, giving yourself permission to go above and beyond what you truly need gives you more and more reason to go into that quit category. In other words, you may be using this piece of plastic and metal to select your moods without realizing it. And since your moods drive your actions, you can eat yourself right off your plan and right back to the starting line. And you know how demoralizing that is. So the scale readings don't necessarily help you. You're using it, you think, for motivation, but you can't control the outcome in this case. You can't control how your body releases extra weight, how much it releases, how quickly it goes, or how slowly it goes. So in a sense, you're giving up your happiness to something that's outside of you and can't be controlled by anyone. Of course, you may try to control your scale, your number, by moving it around on the carpet, off the carpet, taking off clothes, going to the bathroom, all trying to manipulate a piece of metal and plastic so that you can give yourself permission to be happy. The scale, the number you weigh, doesn't give you any insight into the big picture of you, of who you are in the world. So what can you focus on instead? What can you do instead? Well, You can focus on having non-scale goals and celebrate non-scale victories. I want you to begin to acknowledge that although you do want to be slimmer or change the way you eat, the number is not necessarily the best way to do this. I want you to think of weight loss as the byproduct of all the actions you take toward your goal. And when I say your goal, I mean your non-scale goals. I want you to cultivate trust and belief in yourself by focusing on and rewarding yourself for what you do have within your control. And that is the process. That is the steps that you take, the actions you take that get you to your goal. That is what is within your control. Remember that your thoughts lead to your emotions and your emotions are what lead to what you do or don't do. And although thoughts come and go through our minds, it's up to you to decide which thoughts you want to focus on and which thoughts you want to allow yourself to act on. You get to choose what to believe in. You get to choose who to trust and certainly whether you yourself are trustworthy. Now, what if you've never achieved the goals that you wish for in the areas of eating and weight and you don't have that belief in yourself? 
That, my friend, is another podcast on another day. But for now, know that trusting yourself is merely a choice. It's not something that happens to you. It's a decision that you can make right now, regardless of whether you've been successful in the past or not. And if you choose to trust yourself and know that you can go on this journey without letting a scale or the number of your weight determine how happy or how miserable you can be, then the sky is the limit. And when you choose to trust yourself now ahead of time and use other measures for your progress, then your journey is going to be easier. When your journey is easier, you're going to be able to stick to your plan and be much, much more likely to get to that end game, that goal. And the goal, remember, is not just your goal weight. It's your goal of how you'd like to eat, your goal of how you'd like to be in the world. And we're going to talk about that more, and I'm going to give you examples of that. But your goal is truly to be free from this whole problem. And when you choose non-scale goals and non-scale victories, you get to have a lot of little successes along the way. And those little successes add up to big successes down the road. When you look only to the scale, then there's only success at the end of the road. But it's too hard to get to the end of the road because the fluctuations of the numbers on the scale give you many reasons to quit before the end. So non-scale goals are goals that you can work on and look at to measure how you're doing without the numbers. You want that weight goal that you have in your mind because you think that number will make you happy. But we know now, and you know from listening to me and being in these coaching sessions with me, you know that it's not an outside thing that makes you happy. What creates the feeling of happiness is what you think. So happiness is always available to you today. But let's get right back to your goals for a moment. You can have health goals. This is a non-scale goal. You can have a health goal to improve a condition that you have, to make yourself less vulnerable to certain diseases. You can try to get your blood pressure lower or your blood sugar in check. You can have movement goals. You can be working on improving the movement that you're already doing or starting a movement from ground zero. You can have feeling goals meaning how you feel about yourself and your life, increasing your trust in yourself, increasing your confidence about yourself, increasing your general everyday moods. You can have big life goals about careers, relationships, finances. You can have all kinds of goals that have nothing to do with the number on the scale. You can have functional goals about things that you want to be able to do or lift or carry or walk to that you couldn't do so far. And all of these different end goals come from your goals to do all the little things along the way that get you there. Little things like checking in with your hunger and waiting for hunger to eat and waiting for light fullness to stop eating. Another one of the little things that you're going to do along the way that get you to that goal, those non-scale goals, are eating foods that are helpful to you and not being that sullen, rebellious teenager stamping your foot and saying, but I like that. I want that. You can't tell me not to eat that. 
It's you deciding what's helpful to you and you eating based on those decisions. Another little thing that you're going to do along the way that adds up to big results is learning how to take amazing care of yourself, whether it's your body or your mind, your environment, your time, your schedule, your relationships, giving yourself the best that you could imagine as if someone else were taking care of you, but you know the responsibility for that lies in your lap. And that's a good thing because then you're in charge of taking amazing care of yourself. You're also along the way going to be managing your mind and your moods so that you don't need to self-medicate with overeating or over-drinking or overworking or over anything. Now, if you set these non-scale goals for yourself, which I want you to do, how will you know that you're achieving them? And by the way, I'm definitely not saying to throw away your scale unless you want to, and some people do, but I'm giving you alternative methods of measuring your success. So what would you consider a victory along the way without waiting until you reached your idea of weight loss heaven, you know, that number on the scale? What would you consider a non-scale victory? Here are some ideas. Your cardiovascular health might improve. And you're going to know this because you're going to be less out of breath when you move. You're going to be able to do more physical things without getting tired and winded. You're going to be able to walk upstairs easier, to bend down for things. And that's your flexibility. Your blood work, if you go to your doctor, might show improvements. And this might be in your cholesterol. It might be in your triglycerides. It might be in your blood sugar. Now, you can't decide this for yourself, but as you become successful, as you take those steps along the way toward the non-scale goals, you might be able to decrease certain medications. Your doctor will let you know as you see these improvements, regardless of whatever the number may be. There may be more options open to you in your life, things that you couldn't do before because of your weight that you suddenly notice that you're able to do now. Your tape measure might show changes in your body. You also might be sleeping easier, going to sleep easier, staying asleep longer, and sleeping deeper when you have less extra weight on your body. If you have less extra weight on your body, no matter whatever the number may be, you can have less aches and pains in your joints because there's so much less pressure on them. They don't have to work as hard for you. You may be stronger than you were before, and something simple like carrying groceries into the house from the car suddenly doesn't feel like as big a deal as it always did. You may be able to pull your car seat forward because your stomach is no longer pressing against that steering wheel. You may start getting compliments from people in your surroundings, but this is out of your control. It's nice when it happens. You have no control over it, so that's not something that you want to wait for or count on. Now, definitely your clothes are a good indicator also. Your clothes may fit better. You may need to buy new clothes, and that's a good thing. I don't want you to wait until you're at the fantasy weight to buy new clothes. I want you to buy new clothes, whatever you can afford, at whatever price point, doesn't matter, but something that will make you feel good as you go along the journey. Your sex life might improve. When you feel better about yourself, you may feel sexier. Remember, sexual drive starts in the brain. It starts in the mind. If you're thinking that you're feeling good and you feel proud 
and more confident, then you might feel sexier and be confident enough to initiate sex more often or say yes to it more often. You may have more energy to just get through your day and not sit down and not take a nap and not be exhausted and medicate in the evening with more food. And you will feel positive emotions as you feel the physical part of you change. And just from the three-part program of taking great care of yourself, managing your emotions, and eating naturally like a natural eater, you are going to feel overall more positive emotions. Emotions like confidence and optimism about your life and yourself. And these emotions will spread out in waves in your relationships with others. These are all non-scale victories, and they have nothing to do with the number on the scale, but they're all causes for celebration. Non-food celebration, that is. Remember, we're disconnecting food from mood. So even if you're happy and you're celebrating these victories, food is not required. Now, get ready for your action step from this coaching session. Here's what you're going to focus on this week. I want you to notice, without getting mad at yourself, just how much emphasis you've been putting on the scale. Think of the reasons that you're married to that scale as your success measure. And now pivot very slightly to just at least consider that there has to be a better way. And I want you to choose one non-scale goal to focus on. You can choose two or three if you wish, but just choose at least one. And now take those action steps, the Eat, Think, Love parts of the program that you're on, and keep moving ahead. If you're in my Facebook group, Weight Loss Made Real, we're going to talk about this and share how you're doing with your non-scale goals and your non-scale victories. Now, you know what you're going to think about, and you know what you're going to focus on this week, and you know what action steps you will commit to doing this week. Before you go, I want to remind you to check the show notes, especially if you're a new listener, because you'll want to grab a free copy of my full-length book. It's downloadable. It's available on Amazon as a hard copy. But as my listener, the downloadable version is totally free for you, and it's called clearing your path to permanent weight loss. You know that without understanding where you are and why you're there, it's hard to get yourself to grow and change and stop overeating and stop emotional eating. And that's what the book is all about. I also have lots of worksheets and audios in there as gifts to help you eliminate overeating from your life. I do hope to see you back here next week where we will continue to work on both that emotional eating and the habitual overeating step-by-step until they both become something you used to do. We both know that's your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, my friend, just like you. And I will see you next week.